Welcome back to the Jewels from the Trenches podcast, where we discuss real life as a Christian. I'm your host, Diamond Destiny. That's right, my real name is Diamond. In today's episode, we have a wonderful guest with us from the Philippines. Her name is Dina. And today, we will be discussing family. That's right. How do you go from those basic surface-level relationships to deep, meaningful, like-family relationships? Well, Fast and Furious can show you how, but we're not here to lift cars. We're here to make friends and follow the Lord. I know you guys are a family, so I'm offering you a chance right now to make that family whole again. You want to make this family whole again? Do you want to have close relationships? Do you want to have deeper connections to the people around you? Then join me and my guest, Dina, as we dig up the trenches on family and stronger relationships. Roll that intro. Trenches in the trench, in the trenches, in the trench, in the trench, in the trenches, in the trenches, in the trenches, in the trench, in the trench, in the trenches. And welcome back to the Jewels from the Trenches podcast. Woo! I'm here with my guest, Dina. Hello, everyone. Yes. <laughs> and today we have an awesome topic for you guys. So in the world, we know so many people struggle to have close and deep relationships. This is a fact. Whether you're a believer, whether you are not a believer, we, we don't have many close relationships. It is a serious problem. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's an old saying, I'm sure you heard of it. You can count your real friends on one hand at any time in your life. And that's interesting because there are people who still say that, you know, and that hasn't changed. And then so we look at that and we say that that's not something that we would strive to have in our lives. Isn't that right, gold diggers? Um, As we grow, as we change, we want to have close and deep relationships. And it's interesting because the way that Jesus defined um, close relationships uh, was in Matthew, Matthew 12. Someone came to him and they asked, they said to him, oh, you know, your brother, your mother's here to see you. And Jesus replied to them, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, here are, here are my mother and brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother, sister, and mother. So that means that if we're on the same team, we can have a good relationship. So this is the same for our new friends. This is the same for our old friends. Um, so that's interesting. We see that contrast in scripture. Um, so it's not just about... Uh, relationship per se we're so quick in this day and age to kind of be like that's my friend that's my brother that's my sister but what's really there what is truly there um so one of the main things that we want to get into is what is the true difference between a close relationship and just kind of like that surface level acquaintance relationship um and I'll have you started off since you uh brought the topic to me um and you know it so well (laughs) All right, thank you. So, um, how do I start? So, okay, um, last week, um, my dear friend right here um, approached me and she wanted me to be on her podcast and I was like, stoked and (laughs) I was surprised. Um, What am I going to say? I'm asking the Lord, um, what do I say to people? How can I relate? How can I connect to them? And he brought me to this um, Bible verse in 1 John um, 4, 7. Let me read it to you guys. 
Uh, it says here, dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. And um, lately I've been having this um, little situation with a close friend of mine because uh, this person would ask me to be transparent. And then when I do, that's where this person would shut off, like totally shut down. And it's like, how do I position myself in here? Um, Should I keep or continue the friendship because it's been going on it's like since we were young it's been going on and so I was asking and praying Lord how do I deal with this person how how do I show love despite of me hurting of what is you know what this person is showing me and then the Lord just spoke to me this is the truth and um, that I am capable of loving my friends, family, because this is my identity. This is the reason why we really have to read the Bible, because this is our identity. This is our blueprint, you know, and this is how God revealed to me. He, he told me that I am made to love. I am called to love and I am born of God, which is why loving others is in my nature. Right. So at times there, there would still be times that we will struggle. Like, how do we relate to these people? How how do I position myself? Do I just shut down too? Mm-hmm. Or do I reach out? And I am still um asking if should I keep my distance and still love the person? you know, love, loving the person from afar or to keep um, pursuing this person despite of me being hurt. And that's just like God, you know, he keeps on pursuing us, mm-hmm. but then we're, we're choosing other things than him. And what it would really hurt him it would really hurt his heart. So um, I'm still in that, I'm, I'm still in that situation until now and, 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 and still praying. But then this, the Bible, this is our blueprint and we have to follow what Jesus did and what Jesus said because it will, it's what pleases our heavenly father. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, being a Christian people would say, you know, life would be perfect. <laughs> Once you yeah. accepted Christ, life would be perfect and everything, relationships, you'd be not rich, true. you know, it's <laughs> definitely yeah. not true. The more, the more you get closer to Christ, the more you're, you're becoming illuminated. And that's where you see parts of you that needs improvement, that needs to be changed. Yeah. You know? And yeah. <laughs> I definitely okay, so in your situation, I think many people can agree and go through the same thing in their lives. Um, there are definitely there's always that person. We all know that one person who goes to us for advice and you give them advice and they're like, ah, but I don't want to do that though. 
Like <laughs> they could be like, you know, I'm hungry and you're like, all right, well, why don't you go in the kitchen and make something? I wasn't looking to make food per se, but I was just hungry. You're like, well, I can't help you. Like, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. There's those mm-hmm. people. Um, I say one of the things that definitely makes a difference is how you start off the relationship. So Mm -hmm. if you start off the relationship in a way that's like very honest from the beginning, like you need to, for example, if someone does something crazy and you're, you call them out on it right away, they know to expect that from you. Like she always calls me out on this. She always says something Mm -hmm. when I do this. And it's not one of those things where it's like, um, being you know mean or looking for things within that person but Mm -hmm. it's just to um help that person grow (laughs) and I'd say not every moment is that moment of course because I there are times where I see stuff and I'm like I'm not saying nothing it's not important now isn't the time but I'd say definitely when you have like that holy spirit like conviction like you need to say something Mm -hmm. you know this isn't right you don't agree with this it's better to say it because you come off in a way where it's like that person might think that you're being two-faced later when you do tell them the truth and it's only because they didn't expect it from you when really the whole time you felt that way Mm -hmm. um I think uh like you said being like Jesus so um that's the way he did it anytime he saw someone saying something that was wrong doing something that was wrong he was quick to be like wait a second but in love um you know Mm -hmm. this is your understanding has to change he understood that um it starts with the person's understanding and then giving them the truth. And then it was up to them to accept it. And that's kind of, that's our role. That's our role in today's day and age. It's to just tell the truth lovingly. People can choose to accept it or not accept it. But like you said, especially in the case where someone's coming to you first, it's not like, you know, you're just randomly, this is my moment to teach everyone. (laughs) No, like (laughs) this person came to you and then you're giving them the answer that they asked for. So, yeah. I just think it's crazy when people get mad when you tell them the truth. Like, you asked me. <laughs> that is so crazy. Exactly. Exactly. That was the thing. And mm-hmm. this person was like, gone are the days when we're being so nice to each mm-hmm. other, you know, like um not telling you this just to keep, mm-hmm. you know, the peace, the the the, the friendship and all of that. But then where is the growth? So I am ready at this level already. And I want to grow with you. Now I'm being transparent and you're just shutting me off. Like, I don't understand. Where am I going to, where am I going to position myself? So it's, it's really tough. And I think right now, um, I am, I am trying to keep a little distance, you know, I'm still, I'm still this person's friend, but I'm just trying to keep distance also for my sanity (laughs) yes (laughs) I definitely hear you yes for your sanity yes because people will do that I think um it's kind of like uh when someone comes to you with a problem you gotta be like you said honest but then also not like enabling them in their foolishness (laughs) because people will sit there and act like you're crazy for not doing that like um um, if you're still going to be friends, like you said, for your sanity, that's going to require you having to like back up a little bit, because if you're going to yeah. be friends, 
then how good or how deep is that relationship if you can never tell the truth? Because truth uh, builds trust, you know, honesty builds trust. Yes. People can't trust liars. So it's like, if you have people around you who say one thing and do another, like, I can't trust that person. That relationship's not going to be that great. And it's like, if we yeah. have relationships that are filled with um, like half truths and, you know, I can kind of trust this person, mm-hmm. but not really, that brings down our quality of life. Jewels from the Trenches podcast is all about bringing up our value in life. So Mm -hmm. that's what we want to do. We want to promote that, especially as believers. Um, And, you know, even people who don't know Jesus yet, they say the same things. You know, no one wants those conversations where it's like, how was the weather? You know, this person for three years and you're still stuck on that (laughs) every Uh time you see them. Oh, how was your weekend? Well, you know, I watch TV. Oh, your new show was nice, you know? And this isn't your work friends. These are the people that you mm-hmm. say are your close friends. That's not good. Yeah. yeah <laughs> That's not yeah. good. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think with uh, media and um, social media, things like that, that people have kind of been slowly taught, slowly like brainwashed, conditioned, whatever the word is we would like to use to kind of be like afraid to tell the truth. So anytime someone says something that's like true, it could sound nice, but because it's so true, people are kind of like, ah, that was kind of the way you said that, like, uh, Mm -hmm. they reject it. You know, they're taught to kind of be like, don't say it that way. I literally have a family member. Like, it's the craziest thing. She'll be like, um, what she'll ask a question, for example, or she'll do something. And then I'll say, you know, why'd you do it that way? You could have did it this way or you know, you have, uh, let me think of an example. For example, we'll go shopping. It might be like nine o'clock at night. It's dark. You know, she'll go to a store, park way in the back of the parking lot. There's spaces in the front of the parking lot. But she'll park in the back of the parking lot. This is dangerous. You know, no matter where you live, yeah. you know, that's dangerous. And then you'll say something like that. You know, why don't you park in the front? Why do you always do this? And then this person goes, well, you didn't have to be so honest. You're like, what? <laughs> I didn't have to be so, yes, I did. Because if we get mugged because you don't want to park in the front of the parking lot, I'm going to be mad. So yes, exactly. I did have to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, I understand. <laughs> it's very frustrating. <laughs> it is, oh, it is. So yeah, I think like, another one another part of our conversation that a lot of people find themselves in like as a believer if you were someone who has a friend who has a lifestyle that you don't agree with so let's say they're in the lgbt community that happens Mm -hmm. a lot of the time because it's just people right like we're Mm -hmm. in the world but we're not of the world so you're gonna run into these people and it's like especially Mm -hmm. if they knew you before you were saved and like you're still friends Mm -hmm. with them today how do you go about that i know a lot of people have questions about that um, well, our job is not to condemn. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for me, I would treat them basically the way how God treats them. And um, this person is still precious in God's eyes. Mm-hmm. And um, we are not fighting against flesh, but it is the spirit you know Mm -hmm. so for me there would there would be boundaries of course 
definitely. But when I see them, I still greet them with a big smile, hug them, you know. Um, like the way I, I I would talk to my believer friends, I guess. So, um, of course, I'm praying for for them, which is very, very important. Um, but when it comes to telling them the truth, I am still learning that, learning that. Because definitely they know the truth. Mm-hmm. Something in them is just trying to resist it, trying right. to reject it. Mm-hmm. We know that for sure. And they know it for sure. Because um, these people wanted to be accepted, but they don't accept themselves. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's really not connecting, you know? But when it comes to my friends, they're not really like pushing their themselves being LGBTQ, you know, uh, which is something that I guess how to say <laughs> they, they, they don't just um like present themselves like I'm this and like that because they're they're my friends since college mm-hmm. and I we went to the same school we went to the same dorm we eat together and all that so I guess the way I relate to them is just normal right right because they're people yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they are yeah. no definitely like I think um uh like what you were saying that the root is the true thing that we have to get to because like we all have that like surface level understanding like I know mm-hmm. right from wrong I know what the word says I know da 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 but I don't feel like that that's right and it's whatever is in them like whatever is in their um spirit whatever is in their like belief their mm-hmm. will their desire somehow it isn't aligning with that. So um, they struggle. And I think that like another thing that you brought up is um, in the LGBT community, their slogan is like, love is love. You know, they push that like love, Mm -hmm. love, Mm -hmm. love. Mm -hmm. And then you think to yourself, it's ironic because when you know Christ, you know that um, we have a love that is defined, like clearly defined in the Bible is patient and kind, not bragging, Mm -hmm. not boasting, um uh not rude not arrogant um Mm -hmm. it's these things that are uh loving the truth um not rejoicing with wrong it never ends never gives up you know that kind of thing never quits and so a lot of times we'll look at love in a worldly perspective like it's a feeling but when Mm -hmm. you go to god god teaches like no it's more than a feeling because i love y'all when y'all were jacked up (laughs) all of you no matter what the sin was and it's a so, choice mm-hmm. exactly exactly it is a choice and um you mm-hmm. said it like the simplest way <laughs> like it's not just something that you feel it's not just something that is mm-hmm. um these things make me happy because as life goes on we learn that you can change the things around you you can change mm-hmm. um the things the outward things that make you happy um but truly uh happiness comes from inside of you um yes exactly. it is something that you practice like you say, it is a choice. Um, yeah. And also with what you say, yeah, they're people. So in mm-hmm. every good relationship, 
you need understanding, you need respect, you need communication from both sides. So do you feel like there is a wall there? Like you'll pray for them and they, um, you still have your relationship with them. You went to Mm -hmm. school with them and everything. So you have communication. There is respect because there isn't like all this, Mm -hmm. you know, arguing and fighting and treating one person better than the other and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But understanding wise, do you feel like that is a block in the relationship? Like your relationship could be stronger. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, It's like, there's something where you cannot penetrate, Mm -hmm. you know, like to get into their core, like, Mm -hmm. because I know that the enemy would like to twist the truth all the time. It's twisting the truth, even when it comes to someone's identity. Mm-hmm. Even we're not part of the LGBTQ, there's still some parts of us like, okay, because you did this, you're like this, you're like this, and you're like this. The, the, the enemy would like to, I mean, it's the enemy is always deceiving us, you know, and it's trying, it's always trying to twist the truth. That's why we, we should never have to deviate from the word of the Lord, because this is our identity. That's, that's the reason why sometimes there's Christians who suffer identity crisis or, you know, um, other stuff, uh, facing problems. And the only root cause is they don't know who they are. They don't know who they are in Christ. They don't know their identity. And this is the truth, not my truth, not your truth, but God's truth. So, amen. This, <laughs> I just have this, to say amen. <laughs> <laughs> because people can create their own truth, you yes. know? Like, I can have my own truth. This is This is mm-hmm. my truth. This is what I believe in, but... have different truths so um when it comes to uh relating with these people um it's just that i can't just get into the core of them like what's really on your mind like um it's just hard to dig it you know it's it's just so hard to dig and sometimes when um they would bring up talks about same-sex marriage which is very very sensitive um before i used to uh avoid this topic and not just say anything but um they know my stand and they know I would tell them like, no, it's, it's, I'm, I'm not, I'm mm-hmm. truly against it. I'm truly against it. You know, like, I'm not going to please you knowing that I displeased God. Yeah, exactly. You can't compromise so, your value. Yeah. 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 So we can't, that is something that we can't really, you know, connect mm-hmm. into because they have their own truth <laughs> and mm-hmm. I have this God truth. Right. Which never changes. <laughs> oh. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. I think that a lot of Christians struggle struggle there. Because um, I was talking mm-hmm. uh, about this topic with another believer just last week. And they mm-hmm. were saying the same thing. Um, I think it's one of those things that a lot of people are not well versed in. 
So when they start bringing up different topics like same-sex marriage or I was born this way and different things like that, people don't know what to say. They've never been through it. They don't, you know, they haven't researched it. If they haven't had family like Mm -hmm. that or friends like that, it's kind of like, and the church isn't going to tell you. Mm -hmm. They're just going to say, this is what the scripture says, but there has to be a spiritual revelation with that. So we can look at the scripture all day. We can, there are people who know the Bible backwards and forwards and still Mm -hmm. their lives look nothing like Christ. (laughs) So it's, it has nothing to do with like, um, just oh here's what the scripture says that'll that'll heal you that'll cure you and I think that causes a lot of frustration in that community Mm -hmm. because they feel like oh no here goes another one of them trying to tell me how I should live and that kind of thing but it's the same with any sin I would say um when people say you know um this is the answer and I don't like that answer so I'm just gonna reject it I remember I watched a video on YouTube last week. It was a guy um, who was going to rob like a convenience store. And the lady at the convenience store was like, there's no money in the cash register. He's like, you're lying. Just give me the money in the cash register. And she's like, "Um, no, there's no money in the cash register, but I will give you the Jesus that I have. And then he was like, what? And then she said, "Um, yeah, you, you know, you don't have to do this. You know, you, you don't have to do this. You, you need, uh, Jesus. And he was like, I do Mm -hmm. know Jesus. I go to this church every Sunday. I forget the name of the church. And she's like, Oh really? I go there too. I was like, what? It was so crazy. So (laughs) then he, he was like, Oh man, you know, I'm so sorry. I really don't want to have to rob you guys. I mean, I just, I, I I go to church. I believe in God, but I just need $300. They're going to kick me out of my place. And like, these are the tough situations. These are the things where it's kind of like, it's not just black and white anymore. Like, oh, sinner, you should mm. be punished, da, 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 da. It's, it's a complicated situation as most situations are. Mm-hmm. And so she's telling him like, you know, be strong. God's got your back. He never leaves you, never forsakes you. Um, we can figure out another way for you to get $300, but trust me, it's not by robbing yeah. this store. Mm-hmm. And then, so for those of you um, in the audience who might've seen the clip, um, later it was revealed that the guy, he left, you know, Cause he was saying like, you know, if I do take money, um, they're just going to end up taking it out of her paycheck and he didn't want to do that. So he left, but he was arrested later because he went to a different store and still ended up robbing them and then got arrested, mm-hmm. which sucks. But the point of bringing in that story is to say that it's not just that one sin, um, of, you know, the LGBT community and the yeah. different things that have to do with that. It's mm-hmm. all sin. <laughs> so it's yeah, about being yeah. relatable. It's about telling the truth and people understanding it and being so being like Jesus so that people can accept it. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that there are some people who believe as long as I speak, you know, tell them right from wrong, they should just take it. But we don't do a good job at actually caring for that person. We we treat everything kind of like a um, uh, quick fix. Like, oh, I just Mm -hmm. give you this verse. Boom. She healed. I give him this verse. Boom. His whole life should change. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) If that were true, we'd all be saved. Like, no, that's not Mm -hmm. how that works. Mm -hmm. You have Mm -hmm. to actually have an understanding of why that is there. The root of the problem needs to be fixed. It's not just a surface level thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes when Christians come up to these LGBTQ Mm-hmm. uh people they would like quote scriptures um mm-hmm. they, they would sound like pharisees you know like <laughs> yes. oh my gosh that is so just, crazy it's like have mercy you lord <laughs> yes oh my goodness that is so because, 
what what if that happens to you you know it, it's not like okay these are lgbtq you know it's a sin and you you tell a lie don't you think it it it, ha- it doesn't have the same weight it's still the same <laughs> yeah you know so you can't come you know telling these people like hey they pin- like you're gonna pinpoint what's wrong with them and all that and then it's like no you you have to come to them with love and you know grace and mercy and how god has extended you with these things mm-hmm. and it says here if, if you are born of god or it says here whoever does not love does not know god because god is love and how would you love someone that you see you know mm-hmm. and then god right here we don't see him like how, how how can you love him more like you don't even see him so how how's that even uh possible so right like you can't give what you don't have yeah and you have yeah. to know the love of the father to even begin to try to give that to someone else i know before i was saying yeah I, I was very empty on the inside. I didn't have that, that feeling of being loved. And I think it's a similar thing for those in the LGBT community. It's about mm-hmm. being loved. You want to be loved. Yeah. So God is ultimately the one who loves us the most. He loves us more than any of us could love each other. So, and exactly. the thing is like, if you don't know what that feels like, <laughs> it's hard for someone else to explain it to you. You're not going to have that same understanding because you don't know what that's like. So someone yeah. can tell you the word, you know, Jesus died on the cross for your sins, da, 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 da. and it's still good to say it because you never know like what kind of things God is using in their lives to bring them to him. It's not like a, you know, overnight thing. Sometimes it could be, you know, just depending on where mm-hmm. they are in their walk or how many times someone has reached them or, you know, what kind of different yeah. things are in their life influencing them. But most likely it's a process. It's something that, yeah. you know, over time they get to see the change over time they, they grow. So mm-hmm. to the best way for me to explain God's love and forgiveness is to say that he's always there. He sees it all. Like when mm-hmm. people say that it's kind of like, oh, I'm sure he's there, you know, because, you know, why would he let these bad things happen? Trenches in the trench, in the trenches, in the trench, in the trench, in the trenches, in the trenches. The best way I can explain it is that he doesn't cause bad things to happen. Just like temptation, he isn't the one tempting us. That's of evil. That's of the enemy. But God allows those things to happen because that's what man chose. That's what humans chose. He never stops mm-hmm. loving us. He remembers, like he literally remembers all of our tears. Like there's a Bible verse that says he uh, collects our tears. Like that's on a human level is creepy, right? But on a godly yeah. level, that's so nice. You're kind of like, oh, okay. Like he knows the, you know, the number of hairs on my head collects my tears. Like, oh, yeah. snap. Like ain't no human ever did that for me. Like <laughs> your pain is, pain is temporary. Like just in general. Um, I know there's a Bible verse and I can't remember now, but um, it talks about how in the end, ultimately we know, we know God is good. Uh, from the beginning of time, now to the end of time, God is good. And ultimately, he desires good things for us. And so a part of his will is that one day pain will end. One day, there's another verse saying he'll wipe the tears from our eyes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it's actually interesting enough. Um, In First Corinthians, we see that he says, like, um, our 
you know, knowledge, um, wisdom, things of this world will all pass away one day, but what will be mm-hmm. left behind? Love. And that tells you how important that is. When we try to attack a problem from a religious view, like throwing scripture at it and, you know, not applying it to your life, just saying things, condemning a person, not bringing conviction, which the Holy Spirit will do all by itself. The Holy Spirit doesn't need us (laughs) to condemn anybody. He is who who is without sin can cast the first stone. We know Jesus said Mm -hmm. this. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a woman who was brought um, to Jesus. And they were like, oh man, we caught her sinning. We need a stoner. Yeah. He was like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, no. He who was without the first, uh, who he who was without sin could cast the first stone. And no one was able to accept Jesus, but Jesus didn't. He didn't condemn her. He said, Yeah. Um, let me see. I wrote it down here. He said, Go and sin no more. Go and mm-hmm. sin no more. And those words are so mm-hmm. powerful because you think to yourself, he's giving the command as if it's possible. A lot of times in today's day and age, we act like it's not possible. I can't give up drinking. I can't give up smoking. I can't give up sleeping around. I can't give up this. I can't give up that. I can't give up this jealousy and and, and lying. And he said, go and sin no more. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and it, is, it is. The thing is that was met with forgiveness. So in that example, we see it was forgiveness, but we also mm-hmm. see that it was him telling the truth. He didn't say it wasn't wrong. He just said, mm-hmm. just don't do it anymore. And yeah. then it's the same way in our lives. Like we should just tell the truth, not condemning, not, you know, spending a long time on that, but just go and sin no more. Um, another thing is that the pain that we feel on earth is temporary because people mm-hmm. chose to know good and evil, but mm-hmm. God doesn't do that. God doesn't want us to have that. That's not in his will for our lives. We know that he says, I have a good uh, plan for you. My plan is to prosper you, um, not to harm you. Um, he he uh, simply allows us free will to choose what we would like to do. It's like no one wants a forced relationship, not even God. Mm-hmm. He doesn't mm-hmm. want that kind of, you know, follow these rules for me. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like having little hostages. No one wants that. Like in yeah. your lives. Do you ever mm-hmm. want a friendship where it's kind of based on that? Well, you know, they said, I got to do this. So if I do these things, they'll love me. No, it's so awkward. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. have like a normal, nice yeah. conversation with that person. Every time you see them, they're kind of like on edge, like, oh, if I mess up, like, <laughs> exactly. God doesn't want that either. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so God, he doesn't want the forced love. He doesn't want the, you know, I'll follow all your commandments, but I won't do it, you know, in, in my heart, you know, like I'm just out here praying. I'm out here fasting. I'm out here um, making sure I do the 10 commandments, but at the same time, I'm not actually applying it to my life in a spiritual way where those 10 commandments are deeper. I don't want to spend too much time on that. Cause it's kind of off topic, but anyway, it's the fact that God doesn't want a forced relationship. He doesn't need yeah. our judgments. He is a judge all by himself. So there's no point yes. for us to be like, hey, well, you know, you, you know, with all the, no, take that somewhere else. You know, we all think we know right and wrong, but at some point, mm. every monster was innocent. And at some point, every innocent person becomes a monster. Like, just think yeah. about that. None of us are like, just, I've always been this way, unless you're Jesus. None of us have always been like, you know, always been perfect. You know, it's not real. So we're Mm -hmm. all God's children, even those who don't know him yet. He loves them just the same as he loves us. 
and he wouldn't and just as you or any person watching this wouldn't desire to see their own child perish god doesn't want to see them perish either so he sacrificed himself in the form of jesus to take away our sin and to remove the punishment of death that we can all be saved that we can have true freedom and that is love so that's available to you every day as long as you're alive and that's the message of christ and anyone who tells you different and tries to condemn you and make you feel like oh my gosh you're the worst person ever like just think mm-hmm, to yourself, mm-hmm. at some point, they weren't saved. <laughs> they had to come to God. Yeah. They had to have their come to Jesus moment. So, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's something that I think when you speak, the Holy Spirit is, you know, reaching out to that person too within your words. As long as, you know, yeah. uh, you're willing to let the Holy Spirit use you, he's going to use you. Yep. And then so mm-hmm. we as Christians shouldn't have such a big pressure to, I got to bring this person to Christ. I got to save them not you who's saving them remember it's jesus yeah it's the holy Mm -hmm, spirit mm -hmm. it's it's that's the work of the holy spirit he's just using us like yeah you know they could speak to him and you know i think mm -hmm. and i think that the uh one more thing i want to add with that and i hope you don't forget Mm -hmm. your point because i was talking for a minute there but another thing that i would like to add with that is that like um god usually he'll send the people who are uh, well-versed in that area so like um for example people who used to be like gangsters and in the street mm-hmm. things like that when they get saved god's putting them right back out there he's like look y'all know the lifestyle well i'm not gonna go send some little suburban child who's never seen you know um the streets to go speak to these gangsters i need you mm-hmm. you know the streets mm-hmm. you know the lifestyle you know the mindset you know the roots you know you were saved from this so it's only right that i send mm-hmm. you to speak to them and i think it's the same way within the lgbt community god he'll use the people who like know it inside and out like look you were in this you were in that you've seen this you've seen that you went through these same things you felt those same things speak to them and um it's and I think humans just naturally like respect that you know they don't want to hear a message from someone who they feel like they can't relate to like exactly yeah yeah. so I think I think that's another thing that we often like overlook like God's got it he's got it we don't need to be like super Christian all the time like coming to save the day like God's got it and he knows the people he wants to use at what time at what place Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. so I just want to say that actually he doesn't need our help (laughs) right it doesn't need our help but then um I I was just reminded this um one story uh which I told you about the last Mm -hmm. time um like I was like praying and lord I I want my friend to be saved and I was like um pouring into her every night I would go to their house sleep over we, we eat together and then we just talk about God and then we have this dawn watch like we have to wake up in the morning and we'll have our separate rooms we'll be in a separate rooms and then we'll pray and then after that we'll pray together and then um I was like wow so I thought at that time like um she she received Christ you know Mm because sometimes it's like okay I'm doing I'm doing what, what God told me to do and all that stuff so one time I invited her to it's like a concert, uh, a recital, but towards the end, it's like um, uh, like an altar call where people who would like to, you know, give their lives to Jesus and, you know, mm-hmm. know this. and then she was like, 
I can't go because I'm going to a Bible study. I don't know. I'm going to a birthday party. And I was so sad. Like, God, why? Like, why is she going to a birthday party? Like, she should come to church, you know, and, you know, see us the recital and all that. So she'd be saved. And little did I know, towards the end of my event and um, her birthday party, she was like, it was a Bible study. And all you said, all, all the things we talked about, the Bible, everything we prayed, the the pastor shared it. And she was like, I understood everything. It was made clear. And that day she accepted Christ. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, Lord, I'm sorry. I was humbled, mm-hmm. <laughs> truly humbled, because I thought I know better, like, should have come to this, you know, should have come to that. But then the Lord has his ways. Mm-hmm. He reminded me that his ways are better than mine. His plans are better than mine. And yes. so I, I was reminded that it is my job to share the word, mm-hmm. but let the Holy Spirit do his work. Let the Holy Spirit do his job. Let, let God do his job with this person. All you can do is pray and then pour into them, pour into them. And you know, who knows? Like, we don't really know what's going to happen. But then we know that God has his perfect plan for each and every one. So at that time, I was just so amazed how God works. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) He's, he's awesome. He's just awesome. Amen. There are so many times that it happened to me too. Not like that specific situation, but like where I thought, oh no, it's going to have to happen this way because that's the only way that we're going to receive or understand. Nope. (laughs) Nope. God will use whatever he needs to use. He has so many different tools and resources. Like he's got it. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. they will still receive the message. And I think the biggest difference between those who like come to Christ and then those who stay like stuck where they're at is that a lot of times people will say like, you know, um, I want to be healed. I want to be saved. Like the message sounds nice. I want to be a part of that, but they got like mm-hmm. that one foot in and that one foot out. And then, so God, he, as you know, like spiritual truths are hard to understand when you're um, living in a way that's like of the world. It's, it's your yeah, mindset yeah. is uh, like the flesh, you know? So mm-hmm, God mm-hmm. will reveal those things that he needs to reveal to people when he sees that they are willing, like they, in their heart to accept him. Um, he'll bring understanding when they put like their pride aside, like what you said, um, yeah. when they are wanting to change. And it's not kind of like that temporary moment of weakness where it's like, I'm tired of my lifestyle. And the next week you're right back at it again. Like mm-hmm. when people are like, yeah. they hit that. And sometimes it takes hitting like that rock bottom. Sometimes it takes hitting mm-hmm. like that really low point in your life uh, before mm-hmm. they really change and say, well, oh my gosh, like, what have I been doing? I wasted so much time, you know, mm-hmm. um, which sucks. I I hope that, you know, those going through that, whatever the sin is, um, that you don't have to hit your rock bottom mm-hmm. before you go to God, because you save so much time, you save so much effort, so much heartbreak. When you just go to God, you don't have to um, have a great uh, miracle, a great wonder to happen before you realize, you know, God is great. (laughs) God is great. Exactly. And he will show you that as long as you walk with him. And um, Mm -hmm. I know that 
a lot of people come from that place of uh, they don't get to see a lot of the spiritual side of Christianity. Like what we were saying in our previous conversation, there's a lot of um, uh, quietness, (laughs) I guess we would say with spiritual warfare. People will teach have Mm -hmm. faith. A lot of churches teach that, like, um, you know, have faith, you know, love God, these kind of messages. They're good messages, but there isn't Mm -hmm. a big focus Mm -hmm. on um, deliverance and um, healing and healing sickness, things that Jesus did. And uh, these are still things that we can do today. So I think a lot of people looking for that. (laughs) They're looking for power. They're looking for change. They're looking for revelation. Exactly. Exactly. That that is one of my prayer too. And since I started reading the book, of acts it's like this is the normal uh, things that's happening in church and what's happening now um so i was reminded with this guy um i think his last name is ramirez he was the Mm -hmm. ex satanist Mm -hmm. and he exposed the the works of the enemy like there are devils that are praying for churches for them to be stuck being religious having just programs and all that and so people would just come not um, experiencing the power of christ the transformation they just come and go as it is Mm -hmm. and this is very dangerous like we have to be really really careful about this because Mm -hmm. if we've been at church for a long time now and we're stagnant like there's no growth at all mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta be you know aware of, of what's happening like what, what's happening to me you can ask yes. god you know like where's the power where's the casting out of demons mm-hmm. Where, where's the miracles where's mm-hmm. the healing it's and and this is the thing when it happens to churches people will be amazed it's like wow it's like magic but hey this is what god does right this is right. what god does mm-hmm. this is what he specializes in so sometimes it's like oh sometimes we don't have we don't even have to beg for these things because mm-hmm. he gives us holy spirit mm-hmm. And God is in us. If if God is in us, who can be against us? And there's so much power in us because if if that spirit is activated in us, mm-hmm. what do you think is gonna happen? Maybe you're just gonna pass through a wall, and you know, yeah. a, a sick man was healed. We don't know. We don't know the. That's the thing. Christians don't know who they are. That's why I keep on on, on saying that we really have to go back to our identity of who we are. That's why we really need to read the Bible. And sometimes this is also one thing that gives me this feeling because there's like, they're Christian. Can you pray for me? Like they're begging. Like Mm -hmm. if your stomach hurts, cast it out. Pray for it. Like command your body to respond to the word of God. You don't have to ask someone to pray for you. Mm -hmm. You have authority. Yeah, exactly. Yes. What is Christ doing inside of you? Maybe, maybe he's there and like, oh, my daughter, she doesn't know. Like she has power. She has power. We have this power. We, we have the authority. God has given us the authority. And so I want us all to walk 
in that authority and right. just be who God wants us to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, that is right. That is so true. We, there are so many uh, ministries and there are so many um, churches. I was a part of a church where I couldn't grow anymore. So I understand <laughs> uh, where it's, mm-hmm. it's a very surface level thing. And like you said, like John Ramirez was saying, um, there are churches that are just like that. Um, it's uh, a lot of religion. <laughs> it's not a lot of yeah. uh, God, the Holy Spirit. People mm-hmm. treat the Holy Spirit like it's a separate thing that we just don't talk about no more. It's out of date. Exactly. What? Yeah. God can never be out of date. Get out of here with that. Like, uh-huh. yeah. he still is the same powerful God he's always been. He's not a fairy mm-hmm. tale. <laughs> this is real yeah. life, you know? And it's sad because you think about the other side. You think about the uh, people who do follow the devil. They they worship him. They go hard. Mm-hmm. They are in the church at three in the morning. They're praying. They're like, I'm, uh, you know, working my little evil I'm, uh, over mm-hmm. regions. I'm doing this and doing that. And it's like, we need our Christians to do that <laughs> for God, you know? Exactly. We need exactly. to be going just as hard. We need to be casting out um, demons. We need to be speaking uh, truth in a way that's like whoo, mind-blowing if we can't even have yeah. the regular deep conversations that god is calling us to have if we're too afraid mm-hmm. to speak when god tells us to speak he's building our faith he's never going to ask you to do anything that's like he knows it's too much for you you know so it's like those things these are the things my gold diggers that we must practice um we must practice yeah. um doing the things that god is calling us to do he's building our faith the whole time and um it's interesting because I remember one time and I, you know, the podcast is getting a little long, so I'll, I'll finish it up after this, but one more story. I was, uh, in the hospital. I was working as a, um, student. I was a student tech. I did x-ray for a few years. Um, this was my last semester before I was supposed to leave. I was at the, um, one of the hospitals I was rotating at. I was on lunch break. This was on the day of Halloween, um, I usually go outside to eat lunch because I'm like, you know, I love eating outside. I hate being cooped up in a building all day. I know y'all can relate. And then, so as I'm out there, I just get this strange feeling. I want to pray, you know, I pray for my food anyway, but I was like, man, it's Halloween. I know so much evil's going to go down tonight. Like, oh my gosh, we need to pray. So I pray as I'm sitting there, I got my little, uh, Bluetooth headphones in. I can't hear Jack squat. I know the wind's blowing and it's cold outside, but I don't think about it. And as I'm praying, um, something's like, open your eyes. I open my eyes and this old lady is standing in front of me. And it's so creepy because like, I didn't hear her come up to me. And like, you know, like sometimes when you have headphones on, like you can still hear though, but you just can't yeah. hear as well. I didn't hear her come up to me. I just see her in front of me. She sees I have headphones in. She's talking to me. And it's not like a regular, like, oh, hey, you know, how you doing? It's so nice today. You're going to get some candy later. Like, no. This lady was evil. You could see it in her eyes. She was talking to me like, I can't believe that you're praying right now. Like, ah. And she said to me, um, you know, are you having a good day? And as she like turned her head and was like, I was like, oh gosh. And the weird thing was, she looked just like the lady who worked in the um, administration office. Now, this sounds like, you know, that's not a big deal. Who cares? This is a big deal. I believe that that was a demon speaking to me that day that was mad because I was praying the whole time I had this feeling like God saying to me she can't touch you she can't touch you don't be afraid Mm -hmm. just keep praying because I went to the office earlier that day I forgot the reason why I was like getting some food or something the lady in the office was um they have different lunch times and lunch breaks 
she was closer to the front of the building where I was in the back of the building. So if she needed to go outside and go to her car, she would have went through the front door. And yeah. I believe she had like a different outfit on, which is the weird thing. Um, people in administration don't have to wear the scrubs. So I was like, what the heck? So when she came outside through the back door, I was like, this actually might not be her. Like this might be someone using her face to talk to me. And yeah. I was like, this is so weird. And then right after she finished talking to me, she just went out the back door. Now, mind you, the back door leads to a parking lot, which is on top of a parking garage. She didn't get in a car. <laughs> she just kept walking. <laughs> so you, you guys see where I'm going with this. She didn't have her lunch bag with her. She didn't have her ID with her. When people sign out, they use their ID and go through the front door. This was not normal. So my point is that even though... Um, you know, many people might fall into that trap of like, I'm Christian now, but what happens? Like what you were saying in the beginning of the episode, um, what now? You know, I know God's great, but everything's just so boring. What Life with Christ is never boring. You're doing what he's asking you to do. You're seeking him. You're reading his word. You're going deeper. You're praying, fasting, um, all those kind of things, keeping his word, keeping his commandment. It is never boring. You run into weird stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, sleep paralysis things where the uh, enemy is trying to hold you back because he doesn't want you to succeed he knows that you're um someone who god is using to change the world we always pray you know mm-hmm. your will be done on heaven as it is um no your will be done in earth, on earth. As it is on, in heaven yeah. yeah so how does that happen through us we are the ambassadors for christ so we pray that exactly. prayer. we have to live that out mm-hmm. in the way that we mm-hmm. uh talk to people um in our deeper relationships this is why we're called to be a part of the body um a lot of people say you know we don't have to go to church yeah because church are the people we say Mm -hmm. church as the building we always think of it very Mm -hmm. structured um but the body of believers (laughs) it's a it's not a physical one location we can get caught Mm -hmm. up in Mm -hmm. um things that god doesn't teach us um falling into certain doctrines that aren't biblical and that's what's important to know the word and so um like you said recapping this episode with wonderful with my wonderful guest dina um how do we have those deeper relationships how do we go from acquaintance to family how do we um live in a way where there's more fulfillment well we can have relationships that are full of honesty we know that we're called to live as christ lived So if Christ talked to people in a way where it was truthful without condemning them and Mm -hmm. at the same time, not enabling them to continue doing the foolishness that they do, that's as weird to talk to people, loving, Mm -hmm. showing them the father. We don't know how many times that person has had the opportunity to speak to other Christians, what the other Christians may have said to them. Um, But we know that it's our job to make sure we do it right. Remembering that it's not our job to get to save them you know, we're not the savior. (laughs) We need help too. Like it's to show them the savior. Um, and it's just remember it's a process. It might not be that day. It might not be that hour, but God is still working on them. God is still using them. At one point we weren't saved. (laughs) Um, is there anything else that you would like to add in with that? Um, just to, to, you know, end up everything, Mm -hmm. like when you said we are, the ambassadors of Christ here. We know that Christ is in us. And wherever you go, you represent Christ. So whenever I wake up, I would ask the Lord, how do I represent you today? 
I, I want to represent you well. Help me to represent you well. Help me to be aware that you are in me. That whenever I go to a place or whenever I get invited to a house, it's not that they invited Dina, but they invited you, Christ. So if Christ is invited to a place, don't you think he would um, make miracles? Mm-hmm. Do you think miracles will be impossible? Do you think healing will be impossible? No, definitely it's going to happen. So I want us to be aware that Christ is in us. We are his ambassadors and let us represent him well whenever we we meet with people, even with our LGBT friends or whoever, whoever, like who are we to, you know, like, okay, this is how I, mm-hmm. I should relate with this or God is no respecter of people. So um, let's just be aware. Let's just always be aware of this. That Christ is in us. Mm-hmm. And we are called to love. And that's in our identity. That's the truth. Amen. All right, y'all. Thank you for watching the Jewels from the Trenches podcast. This episode was on relationships, having deeper relationships, going from acquaintance to family, what that means. We need honesty. We need truth. We need Jesus. <laughs> we need Amen. to, if we go to someone and we say, hey, I have a problem. Can you help me fix it? Please listen to their advice. Don't just ask them that and then just be like, oh, well, I don't like the solution. So hmm. don't do that. You don't do that. If you want to have a better quality of life, this is how we're telling you on the Jewels from the Trenches podcast. I will see you guys next time and be sure to check out some of our other videos on the channel where we speak on uh, the same truths. Um, We do have an episode on defining healthy that's similar to this one. Make sure to go check that one out. And we will see you guys next time on the Jewels from the Trenches podcast. Woo! Trenches in the 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 trenches in the